Welcome back to the show that is only four, no, three, no, wait, two weeks out from SummerSlam and TakeOver. Holy shit. It's Pro Grapplers. Introducing first, I am coming to help my friend fight off her nagging foe and, what's that? A title shot? Well, don't mind if I do. <laughs> I am amazing Jason Sigler, and my opponent, he is helping me see more of my loving family. He is Steve the Shin Kicker Shitty. Steve's gonna help you fix your family relationship. No, you just repeat that over and over. That, that that's still that's far creepier. Steve's gonna, Steve's gonna help, help you. Has he ever leaned into the whole Joe's gonna kill you bit? Because he should lean into the whole Joe's gonna kill you bit. I mean, yeah, and the fact that he delivers a promo and he's sweating bullets by the time he finishes the promo. But I mean, he doesn't actually like say like I'm going to kill you he just looks like he's going to kill you like so I think he leans into it just not explicitly. when he does his eventual face turn which I cannot wait for that's how he should just end every promo is just Joe's gonna kill you and they just drop the mic and walk away that'd be awesome I don't I, I, what you wanted to do was pedestrian but what I did was phenomenal is one of the best things I've ever oh. heard so I I like his promos just the way well, they no, are. No, they're they're great but I just want him to work this one line into it I'm, I'm not changing or taking anything else away just Add that one line. Lean into the, to his catchphrase. Sell that merch. Yes. So, last week I mentioned that we will talk about mainly Raw and NXT this week. And we are going to do just that. And I am going to kick off this Raw recap and look back uh, in a very special way. Inspired by something that happened on Monday Night Raw. <clears throat> Rocks in treetops all day long. Bopping... Sing the song. <laughs> Jay Bird's Street. <laughs> tweet, tweet, tweet. Rock and Robin. Tweety Deet. Yeah. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, me. he's on the podcast. We have him as a guest. Bobby Lashley. Hey, Bobby. How's it going? Ah, uh, wow. I, I love my sisters. Wow. That was excruciating and i don't know we're not gonna talk about it very long because that was definitely a low point of raw i don't know why they are convinced that they need to ruin something about bobby lashley every week and so they have to rehab his character again like why would they let him do that if they did they ask him okay sing a little something for me so i can see if you can actually you know carry a tune with elias because i don't think that was the point of it i don't think that was supposed to go that badly for the look on Elias's face, it was, oh no, <laughs> this is going terribly. What is that sound coming out of his we face? Have, we have underestimated this whole thing. That's why you can't just ask somebody <laughs> if they can done? sing and take them at their word. It's like asking someone if they can yeah, wrestle do and that. taking them at their word. You, 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 gotta, you gotta vet these things, people. Oh, okay, so I, I'm giving you just a moment. We, we gotta be quick, but I'm giving you a moment to grapple with giving Bobby Lashley something better to do after his Roman Reigns okay. feud. So we don't have to go through that again, and we don't have to rehab his character every okay. week. Well, I got uh, two things we can do with this. Uh, the, 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 the quick one, and it isn't rehab his character at all. It actually just goes with what we've already established. The Riot Squad just teases him a lot. after During every show, you see them just like tormenting him. And he can't do anything because it brings back bad memories of his sisters beating him up all the time. So that would be fun. 
Uh, the other thing I would like to see him do, and this is an actual storyline, is uh, we get another scene with Mojo like beating up the lower mid card in the the locker room or berating them, and uh, once again Bobby Roode steps up to him and it's like, no, you can't do that. And this time Mojo fights, gets the upper hand on him, and is kicking the crap out of him. Bobby Lashley comes in, pulls him apart. Ha! Heel turn. Bobby Roode starts beating up Bobby Lashley with Mojo Raleigh as a team and he's like I'm the Bobby here dog and then they have a Bobby on a pole match and whoever wins the match gets to be Bobby and whoever loses has to be Robert and then uh Lashley we have Robert Lashley for like two or three weeks then he's just Lashley and we never call him Bobby again oh Robert Lashley sounds like a kick-ass detective (laughs) all right he can be Robert Lashley on the scene here Robert Lashley (laughs) Solving crimes and picking up dimes. I don't know. I'm poor. Uh, okay. Well, that that's good enough. I, I will never sing like that again. I promise. Uh, Bobby Lashley should promise the same thing. Uh, I thought Raw was pretty good. I, th- I definitely had a lot of high points for me. And uh, first and foremost, you have to mention the main story of the night, which is Roman and Brock, but it's mostly Brock and the, the changing of his character into disaffected millennial douche, <laughs> I guess magazine reader like that is the oh my god gimmick i've ever seen who reads a magazine vince mcmahon and so he gave that to him thinking oh they'll hate that <laughs> you know it'll dis- I, or yeah make everyone disassociate with him and not like relate to him anymore if he read the printed word I mean, it did give us lots of fun moments, like, uh, you know, Paul saying, so if you've been watching the show or if you've seen what's happened, he's like, I don't watch the show, Paul. Why would I watch the show? <laughs> it's like, yes, very good, Brock. You are correct. <laughs> Why would you watch well, the show? I mean, from a completely objective point of view, I don't go back and listen to old episodes of Digital Strips. I was on them. I mean, yes, but, but that's... Uh, that's different. That that's not exactly the same thing. I, I, I imagine it's not true. I imagine he does watch the show. I don't know if he watches it every week or not, but he's definitely seen it. And I, I also completely believe that he does not want to be there and would rather be at home, eating a steak, potato, and broccoli with his hot wife, like and shooting something most likely, like that. It doesn't take a long leap from what I know about Brock Lesnar in real life to make me believe what he's saying like i i i don't like that they're having to go this hard on that just to get us to finally buy into okay he's the bad guy and we have to cheer for roman but at the end of the night the people are chanting we want roman yeah it 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 may have actually worked i i get the impression that this crowd was a little less anti-roman to begin with like they seemed a little easier to win over i I still think a lot of crowds would be very... Like, they couldn't have pulled this off in Chicago. Probably not, yeah. no. That's... They just... Well, they... They... New York crowds, they just live to antagonize WWE. So they just, they're just going to go against everything just because they want to be that part of right, that show. Exactly. But, and uh, the Canadian crowds are always very intelligent. Like, they root for the better wrestlers not the ones that are presented as such like different crowds have different personalities and i think that's really fun 
And I think they chose their moment to do this very well, and they knew they would have a more sympathetic crowd where they were at. So, yeah, um, they can do it all they want. Like, I'm not... It did make Brock Lesnar a better heel through all this, but it didn't make Roman Reigns any more of a face in my mind. Uh, I mean, he he is a face. They want him to be a face. He is a face. Uh, Most people don't see him that way. I I think it was smart not giving him much to do other than basically punch Baron Corbin in the face, which everybody loved because Baron Corbin's such a smarmy asshole right now that when he's standing there with that stupid grin on his face with his his constable's constable, uh, as I believe Brandon Stroud put it, um, and you know smacks him in the face across the face because you know you're being an a hole and I have to I have to leave now but I can at least do this. Um, I did like I I did want to see Kurt Angle get a little smirk in there, but he's just you know he's he's just done with this at this point. I wouldn't be surprised if to SummerSlam if he quits. He'd be the first GM to not get fired. He's just like oh I I don't know how you people do this every week for three hours. I'm leaving. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think we've we've come to the end of the Kurt Angle run. Um, are we at the Hulk Hogan run? Unfortunately, likely. I I think that's highly possible. Um. I, it, 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 it's, I would love for them not to give him a prominent role in anything anytime soon or ever, but yeah, it wouldn't surprise me yeah. either. And I don't know uh, they're really trying to get that, the, the, the comeback fan. So, and the nostalgia is a good way to do it. So I could totally see them doing it. Um, as back to the, the Lashley, not Lashley, the Roman. Yeah. I was going to say, no, we're not <laughs> to the Roman Lesnar thing. Um, they actually put on on YouTube the the match from last SummerSlam, the four way, the match that we called one of the best of 2017, just as far as pure wrestling joy, and it reminded me that they could do something really great. They just need supporting characters because that match was awesome, but it wasn't awesome because of Roman Reigns, and it wasn't awesome because of Brock Lesnar. Really, even it was awesome because of Samoa Joe and. Uh, Ron Strowman. So, you know, let's do another four-way and put the belt on Strowman, please. Well, that's not what we're doing. And as long as you resolve yourself to that and understand that I I don't care as long as Lesnar is not the champ at the end of that night. I don't care if it's Strowman. I don't care if it's Roman. I don't care if it's KO. Just get it off of him. Yeah. I could see it going on on Kevin, actually. I could see Oh yeah, I can see it going on either, any of those three men. Like I, I, I think it makes a lot of sense to have Roman win and then have somebody cash in on him, and he's like just completely destroyed from his but match. Then he won't and, shut you know, up. Can't fight back. He will never go away. Like, I, but at least he won't shut up about somebody else. Like I agree, that's not where I, I, that's not where I necessarily want it to go. But at least it would not be blaming Lesnar, and also he can blame somebody that's there. You can't just be angry about somebody, so you have to pick fights with other people until your foe actually shows up. Um, if it would lead to an actual we'll move on from like, progression and some story stuff, great. But if it's going to be perpetual status quo of like, oh, I should be the champ because I'm the big dog. You shouldn't be the champ because you lose everything, mate. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Moving on. We're going to talk about Alicia Fox. Because I thought she had a great role this episode. Um, Who? Her character being too crazy to know that she should be terrified of the one woman everybody else is terrified of is perfect. Oh, you you mean Alicia Fox? 
box. I was confused for a second. Uh, if you want me to say it like that, I'm going to actually need a bleep because that's a curse word. <laughs> the way Noam Dar used to say it. Alicia fucks. <laughs> I do miss that. I didn't I didn't remember I missed that until my wife said it when she came out. She, I was like, hey, Alicia Fox is back. She's going to wrestle. She goes, oh, wait, you mean. And she said that. And I was like, oh, thank you. You made me forget. I'd forgotten that I enjoyed that so much. Um, I just, I, I think it's, it's, it's smart. Oh, yeah. Like I think it, as she does the whole like cat rear thing at Alexa Bliss, which makes her realize that this chick is off a rocker. And now this next week they're having a match with Alicia Fox and Ronda Rousey, and I, I think they can have a lot of fun with it. It's obviously just going to be you know, uh, it's that they're billing it as Ronda Rousey's first match ever on Monday Night Raw, whatever. But. I think it, it it they should have a lot of fun with it. I think she should, you know, uh, just get trounced, but also not care. Yeah. Like just be not not be running away from her, not not run away from the Terminator walk like everybody else has. Just be I'm, I'm too stupid to know that I'm in trouble. Right I would now. I would love to see that exact storyline. I think that's that's fun. That's good character, and it lets both performers look good. Maybe not strong wrestler wise, but like Alicia Fox can be really funny. And yeah, if, if, if she does a good job with that, it could really raise her stock in my eyes. So yeah, I think this is a great way to go. She also cut off a lot of her hair. So she now looks somehow even lankier, like the moves she was doing. I'm like, Oh man, she is, she is really Jack Skellington like in her moves <laughs> and demeanor. And I, I it, it gives her a different look. Like, you know, they have, they have a lot of short women now and they have, you know, Nia Jax is bigger than everybody else. And I, I, I don't know, everybody kind of falls in that area besides Charlotte. Charlotte is like, you know, the, the, the iconic goddess, what every woman would, asp- would strive to be. And everybody else is either short or Nia Jax, it feels like. So, or Ronda Rousey, I guess. But she's also kind of short. Uh, don't tell her I told you that. <laughs> I'm sure how tall she is. I'd have to look that up. But yeah, I, I can see that. I'm not sure either, but I feel like compared to other people I've seen her stand with, that's she. Even with Nia Jax, it was like, oh yeah, you're you're not actually that big. You could still break me in half, but you're not that big. Um, yeah, she's only two inches taller than Alexa Bliss. Yeah, there you oh, go. And Alexa's so, my unit of, of of measure now. Yes, she's she's one and a half Alexa Bliss is tall. <laughs> Nia Jax is one and a half Alexa Bliss is tall. One and a half flexes. I, I would guess Nia Jax is like three, but Alexa Bliss is You've tall. seen them stand um, next to each other. I mean, yeah, I know. And I'm Alexa just, Bliss I, isn't I, an I, apple I, measuring a Smurf. Yeah, you're right. She's not. She should be. I, th- I think that's what we should treat her as now. A unit of measurement. Um, what we're not measuring is the enjoyment that we have when the B team is in the ring. Cause I think it's, it's immeasurable. I agree. I like that. I like that the B stands for dream now <laughs> <laughs> or no, the team stands for dream. Is that what yes. it was? I have a screen grab of it. I forgot exactly what they said. Or, yeah. The B and B and B team stands for dream, <laughs> which they just don't, they don't understand words and spelling anymore. And I, 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 I find them adorable. I also like that. While they and the Deleter of Worlds are feuding, the Revival is just going to sneak up and take their titles. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen. Don't tell me otherwise. Uh, I still, I still want my uh, bomb pound match, but uh, yeah, this would be a great opportunity for the Revival to just swoop in yeah. and take it. Although nobody else cares yeah, right now. Although it does make them look like the Revival are good because they're they're Smash Mouth, hard hitting good wrestling 
and just beating up a couple of dorks doesn't really what they should do is have gallows and anderson sneak in and take it like that because they always beat up nerds and then have them fight the revival and the revival take it off them through a series of well they're they're on oh, SmackDown they are, now they? and long forgotten, yeah. so they are not. That's how, that's how forgotten they are. They are. I forgot which soon. program they are. All right, just give it to Revival. And then, yeah. let... and then AOP can take it from them once they run through Titus Worldwide for the next couple of months, and boom, you've got your dominant tag champs that you desperately needed. Um, I also, it, it was apparently interesting this week that Matt Hardy uh, posted some tweet that made it sound like he's retiring soon. Yeah. Like basically thanking all the fans for all of his years of work and all the changes he's gone through and everything else. And I found that interesting. I, I don't know what to make out at this point. Nobody's really confirmed one thing or the other. So Yeah, it's all speculation. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, he's been around a long time, over 20 years of wrestling. That's, that's nuts. And yes, he's great, but I mean... I, I really like the guy, and I don't want him to hurt himself. And so, you know, maybe retirement's not a bad idea, sir. Tell your brother that he should. Yeah, do you it. watch him. He and his brother both look like they're older when they're wrestling. Like, there's not a thing about them that's like. It's like when the Dudleys came back, and it's like, can they still go? And they do like their their move set, and it's like, okay, we're done. <laughs> like, I I gotta go. I got nothing else. So. Yeah, uh, we'll see where that goes. Uh, like I said, hopefully a revival uh, title run sometime in the near future. Another one that I hope gets a title run, and I hope they get titles in the first place, are Bailey and Sasha. I thought they uh, had a great showing as a team. Uh, boss and Hug connection aside, that is a terrible force tag <laughs> name. Please get rid of that. Get off your tights and whatever else you need. Um but I thought they they looked good together. I think they make sense. They had matching gear at least, and you know if if that's what we're gonna do, if we're just gonna ignore the whole we're we're gonna be enemies now and just be best friends, then sure, let's just go with that and also give them tag titles and introduce them at Evolution and have them be the inaugural champs. Yeah, I, I would love. I really liked the match against the Riot Squad. I could see them being uh, a, a feud that goes back and forth. People keep talking about these these tag titles for the women i think that'd be great but do we really have enough like women nope. <laughs> like because they're spread out nope. i mean I, there's enough but they're so spread out that uh, who, who else would they feud against beside the riot squad who else are they going to fight when that program's over uh nia Jax teams up with ronda rousey boom got a team <laughs> alexa bliss and mickey james team uh we just don't have a single title anymore they just d- forget that one exists now, now that would work they let brock lesnar take it home <laughs> your consolation <laughs> oh that's what you do at evolution uh sable comes out t- takes the title just brock lesnar's out with it and uh we never see it again and then they just fight for the tag title i would actually like that i would like a singles belt on one program and then a tag on the other that would be great that that would solve my concern so in one episode you have now made alexa bliss a unit of measurement and made brock lesnar a verb brock lesnar's always been a verb man you, you said sable brock lesnar's out with it i i like that um uh we'll move to nxt because the, actually no, no no we're gonna do a smackdown just real quick we'll do the quick hits on smackdown because that i believe was actually a much better show which is not surprising um and we'll just we'll kind of run down the the highlights, which Carmella I think was a highlight, like her getting out of Ellsworth's shadow, not having to rely on the stupid man storyline. Man, a man, I have to have, rely on a man to help me win my matches or whatever. I think she did a great job with the quote unquote acting. 
I thought she did a great job making you believe that she was actually getting sincere, even though, I mean, you knew she wasn't because she's Carmella. Um, and I, I just thought it was a really good segment to open the show with. Like, it's surprisingly, Carmella and Becky Lynch in the ring together, or, yeah, um, is, you know, surprising. And also, Charlotte, you know, making the save and getting a title match just because she's Charlotte. Actually, she got the match because Paige was pissed off at uh, Carmella. Which, you know, that's Paige's fault. I think I'd, right before this episode started, I was thinking to myself, man, Paige is doing a really good job as GM. She's like not getting biased. She's not sinking down to the BS. And then she does that. And I was like, well, never mind, everybody. It's been fun. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm very interested to see where they're going. And I'm excited that Alexa, Alexa Bliss, uh, Becky Lynch is going to get a chance to actually tell a story because the, the, the look on her face is as they finished up the Carmella Charlotte match was perfect. Like you could tell she was pissed about it. She, she really put her, the emotions of her character on the screen very well. So I'm excited to see what goes with it. I'm worried. She's just going to get screwed again though. I, I thought this was her chance. I, uh, maybe it's just more odds to overcome for SummerSlam or yeah, maybe that's the long play and they actually have Becky versus Charlotte, uh, with a lot more animosity in it at uh, Evolution, and she gets it there. I, 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 I think SummerSlam is you know that's the big tentpole. It's like the the second biggest from the WrestleMania. But I think if they really want to sell Evolution as like you know the end all be all of women's wrestling, which they see it as, I uh, having Becky win her next title uh, at that event, I think makes sense. So I, I she'll get it somewhere. I just think yeah, that there's not. I, I, there's a good chance that Charlotte gets it there and she will, I I hope just be irate. Like finally let's see the, the, the hot fire from Becky Lynch. Is that going to make her turn heel though? Uh, again, I don't think heel necessarily. Cause I, I'd side with Becky Lynch at this point. Like she, Charlotte's the heel. Like she's the one that just came in and just automatically got a title opportunity, beat the most paper thin champion they've had in the, that division. And, you know, got a title uh, shot as a result. So I think she is already the heel and I think she plays a better heel anyways. So I don't want to see Becky as a heel. I want her to be the, the kind of Daniel Bryan in this situation. Um, Absolutely. I hope that's what happens. I don't know that it will. Yeah. Nope. But we will find out. And I, I think it'll be entertaining uh, while we wait. The bar made their wrestling return beating uh, the Us. So sorry. <laughs> it's like, who did they beat? They only had like three matches. Unless I was wrong, they only had three matches on uh, SmackDown, and that was kind of odd. But the bar beat the Usos, so, and they looked good. Like the bar oh, they looked great. Th- like they always have. Like the, the Usos are going for the double splash, and Cesaro comes in with the uppercut to knock one of them out. Sheamus gets the knees up on the other. No, I don't know which is which. And, uh, you know, they win the match and they win it clean. I, I thought that showed that, you know, they, they deserve this. Like they, they should be fighting new day. Uh, I guess it won't be at some, no, the SummerSlam match will be for right. the title. So, so this is, they, yeah, they fight, they get the right, they get a fight for their right to fight another night party. <laughs> Maybe uh, it's going to be a party tonight. I'm going to fight. Um, and they also gave the new day a commentary spot uh, during that match. And that was awesome. And, they kept zooming back into them and like showing the, the, the hearing their commentary, and then they'd go back to the regular commentary. They shouldn't have done that. They should have just stuck with the new day because it was far better. 
they uh, should you know kofi or uh, if they really want to sell the network have like special uh commentary tracks for various shows and the new day could be one that you could buy kind of like a special announcer in dota there you go i i mean that that would be smartly using their their technology correctly but yeah I, I was all in for that. Uh, we briefly talked about Joe. You know, the only thing he does this week, actually the only thing he and quote-unquote AJ Styles do this week is him delivering a promo saying, you know, your family misses you. I'm going to make sure you get to go spend plenty of time with them when I take your title. It was, it was a, a simple but I think fiery promo from the killer. And uh, wrapping up SmackDown, poor Jeff Hardy. Poor, poor... Jeff Hardy uh, getting beat up by Randy Orton. Then Shinsuke Nakamura comes out to beat him up as well. Randy Orton. I love Randy Orton like being the gate for Nakamura just standing there like, no, no. Okay. <laughs> now I say you can go beat him up. And Nakamura just immediately going into that. <laughs> and the Kinshasa. Like, that, that was, I, I have a screen grab of it in the notes. And it was, it was perfect that it's Randy Orton just standing there while his demon just <laughs> runs and kicks or knees Jeff Hardy in the neck. Um, yeah. Also, uh, another thing I read in the uh, With Spandex write-up, not from Brandon Stroud, from actually one of the readers, uh, posted a comment saying Randy is destroying all of Jeff's horcruxes. <laughs> <laughs> and if you've read if you've read Harry Potter you know what that means and you know how appropriate so like is. his gap or his gauges or whatever they're called well yeah he had the he had the he had the gap in his ear and now he has the necklace because he was holding that up saying I erased the enigma he erased his face you know washed all the paint off his face so that these are all his horcruxes he's killing everything that he's put his soul into and eventually he'll be dead and he can kill him for good that's amazing <laughs> That that is some, very good. See, that is why Lucha Underground is better than WWE because you could actually do that storyline in Lucha Underground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. Um, let's move on to NXT. Okay. I, I watched SmackDown. If you did not, it was a very very good episode. Lots of other good stuff in there. We're not going to talk about, but NXT is the main one we're talking about, and we are bo- barreling towards Takeover Brooklyn Four. I believe Moro called it this episode, and. Uh, because we're talking about this episode in detail, we'll talk about every match. There's only four matches. Uh, lots of good stuff here, though. Heavy Machinery. I don't know if you've actually seen them wrestle yet. Have, did you watch any I of did. this match? I, I, I'd seen them okay. watch or wrestle one other match a while ago. But, yeah, they're great. They're big. They're heavy. I, uh, they're big and heavy. Uh, Otis Dozovich, the bigger and more rotund of the two, uh, is just I, – I think he's one of those guys just a joy to watch. Like, he's just having a blast out there, grabbing a guy and spinning him around, like, 50 times and then getting dizzy. And it's funny because he's a big, fat guy. And uh, his partner, Tucker Knight, actually, you know, doing the, the cannonball off the apron into the mighty. Uh, I, do, I do realize after the fact, I don't know who won this match. <laughs> I thought it was the mighty, but I think it may have actually been heavy machinery due to the – "Quote unquote distraction from Street Profits." I think I want to say you're right, but it doesn't no, really matter. The, I, the mighty were pissed off, like they did an interview afterwards and said, "You know, the tr- Street Profits are going to get theirs now." So, I'm guessing that'll be a takeover dark match. Would be my guess, but uh, yeah, I I always love watching both these teams wrestle, and I think they could steal the show if given the right platform. So, it's coming for them. Uh, the people who do not need to wait to steal the show is Mustache Mountain. 
they fought a couple jobbers this episode and and by way of that they got all their awesome stuff in we got to watch tyler Bate do the look at my hand punch you in the face <laughs> like he Mar now actually gave that a name and i can't remember what it was but uh the, the oh, look yeah. at my hand and i'll punch you in the face no i love mustache mountain i think they um tyler Bates gotten a little little more weight to him he, he seems a little more uh both like in his physique but also like in in how he punches like before it was more kind of like the scrappy style but now he's like no i can hit hard and so that's that's been kind of an interesting evolution to watch but yeah these guys are great i will say his his thigh muscles are so freaking huge that when he is the guy that's wearing the jacket and no pants look, it, it, it's comical. <laughs> His legs are far too large to be popping out of this jacket. Um, but, yeah, I, I can't wait for that match. They have invoked their rematch clause, so they get to fight for the titles at TakeOver. And, I mean, they made the challenge. William Regal, I don't believe, ever made that one official, but it's clearly official, so... <laughs> Uh, we're moving forward with that match, and that's great because then the you know the undisputed error asked backstage what they think, and there's like I think it's funny that Trent Seven says his leg is fine. We're gonna tear his leg off. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, I'll, I'll believe that to a point, I guess. So um, yeah, that's another match made, another match I can't wait for. Um, the big one that uh, is a, a deep dive for me was Candice Ray and Shayna Baszler. Which, again, until I read uh, with Spandex write-up, I did not realize this was a rematch or a, a follow-up, whatever you want to call it, from the Mae Young Classic. I didn't, I didn't remember that they had fought there and that this has you know some callbacks and is a, a great building on of that match. It's also great to look back because that match, clearly, LeRae is the veteran and she knows what she's doing and Shayna just kind of catches her off guard at one moment she wins. This one... Candace is clearly running away from her the entire match, Ronda Rousey style, and Shayna Baszler is the one that's just waiting for that opening to finally put her to sleep. Yeah, um, I didn't realize all that either, so I'm glad you put that, pointed that out in the notes, and I was able to read that as well. But yeah, I love it when matches build on top of each other like that. So I really wish I had seen the more of the May Run Classic. I watched a few matches of it, but I didn't watch this particular one, so. With the new one coming up, maybe this will inspire me to watch more because you never know what WWE will actually remember and build off of. So I guess you just have to watch. Well, and who they'll also sign or they've already signed and who will become part of NXT or NXT UK or even go up to the main roster. Yeah, it's uh, definitely worth watching. I think I think it's airing. Actually, not. No, it's probably not airing in August. Oh, because that's the finals are supposed to be at Evolution, so I think it'd probably be in September. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. I'm not exactly sure. Yeah. Um, but again, with this match, I love that uh, Baszler is, she's a bully and she's a piece of crap, but she's also fair and she wins the match clean. Like she just, she's smart enough. She, you know, knows where to lock in the the submission and win. But she's also enough of a bully that she does it again after mm-hmm. the bell every single time because she's, you know, she's born to fight. Yeah, she's like the, the, uh, the NXT Samoa Joe. Yeah, and in a lot of ways, yeah. I know a lot of people are you know, compared to Brock Lesnar, but yeah, that, that would be a much more apt comparison, I would say. Um, just don't talk, please. Just don't get in front of a microphone. Well, she's she's got to practice. Still, it's how you get better. It's an important part of the industry. But it's not just practice. It's she's got to add something to her voice. Not not quite Batman level, but she's got to add something to her voice because she sounds like a ten year old. 
Like I'm not, I don't buy anything she says as threatening. I, I, I think she's threatening because she looks like she could, you know, kill you pr- quite easily. But yeah, no talking. Uh, Kyrie Sane, I think, also looked awesome when she came out for the save at the end. The kind of leather jacket, uh, hair down combo. I thought it made you know, the, it, it left aside the the pirate princess stuff and was just like, no, I'm I'm gonna kick your ass at takeover. I know I can do it. I'm going to do I it. Like her as a pirate. I definitely like, no, no, no. I don't want her to leave that like completely behind. I just want like, you know, less of the smiley. Hi, I'm here to wrestle and more of the, you know, I'm very good at this and now I'm going to murder you that, you know, helped her win the May Young Classic. I will climb up a thing and elbow drop you from it. Yeah. So she won that whole thing. Oh my God. How much has she gotten out of that? That makes me sad. Uh, I don't remember if she got injured as a result or if it was just uh she's dropped the title fairly quickly well, but there's yeah. no title involved uh, was there oh you're right yeah, she, that didn't there wasn't she no just kind of didn't do anything the, the title of winner of the <laughs> it's like Classic, winning the yeah. greatest royal rumble so oh god I, I wonder if that belt I, I wonder where that belt is it probably went back to the prince and he's probably just keeping it he's like no if you come back to my country again i will give this belt to the winner until then it is mine if you are not in Saudi Arabia, you're not the champion of Saudi Arabia. I am. I mean, I can't argue with that, I guess. EC3 uh, fights Kona Reeves, which is an afterthought because uh, Dream comes down during the match and, you know, says, hey, you want to fight me? You got you to gotta come into Dream's world, which Lord knows what that means. But I think it basically just means we're going to fight at, at TakeOver, which, you know, will be fun. I, I think I haven't really gotten much of EC3 yet because I didn't watch him in Impact. And he's he's been fun on uh, NXT. I also I love when they do an interview with him. And he's got a water bottle and he just nonchalantly throws it behind him <laughs> before he delivers his line. Um, I, I think he's fun to watch. I just don't know. The, I haven't necessarily seen, like, you know, the top 1% as he says he is. Yeah, they really haven't let him and use his full range of motion yet, but hopefully they will soon. Right. Yeah, it's I, I he'll cut loose at some point and I'll finally see. Oh, okay. That's that's why everybody loves him. Uh nobody loves Tommaso Ciampa, including the old lady in the front row that he is taunting with his title. <laughs> it's so amazing. Uh he he might be the best yeah, heel working right now. He is definitely uh, up there. He's just, he's done such a good job of uh, not caring. I mean, he clearly, you know, he came back to the quote unquote company in the non-sanctioned match and everything with Gargano. And that's been his, his purpose. And now he's the champion. So it's like, you know what? I, I'm just going to lord this over everyone because I didn't expect to win this. My, my loathsome foe helped me win it. Uh, And I also love Gargano coming out and, you know, altruistically trying to put him away even though he's the one that caused this in the first place and black realizing that and kicking him in the face for his trouble uh it is worrying that apparently alistair black may be injured yeah that's uh apparently he tore his groin at a match in uh, las vegas and has had surgery already and is questionable because that's two weeks away of whether or not he will be ready for takeover and the so dude needs his groin i i I agree. Every dude needs his groin. So I worry about the status of that match. Well, but they haven't even made the match official at this point. I would assume triple threat for the title, but uh, maybe they can do that still and cover up his weaknesses with the other two guys. I don't know, but yeah, 
I hope something good comes of that because I desperately want to see that all that match and not just Gargano Champa, which would be awesome, especially it's for the title. But I also think Gargano would not be much of a face going into it. So, yeah, you kind of need yeah. the the dichotomy going there of all the different uh, different alignments going. So, yeah, and and we just saw a a, a Gargano Champa match, so it would be nice to have it a little different. So. Yeah, we'll see. Throw Ricochet in there. Let him jump yeah. off some stuff. Well, no, Ricochet and Cole are already fighting for the North American title. That was one they... I don't care. They can, they can all fight. Just all fight for all Ricochet the titles. Ricochet can fight everybody. This match yeah. is for three different all. championships. The first fall is for <laughs> this championship. The second fall is for this one I just made up. It's cardboard, see? It's the Money in the Bank briefcase. Women's Tag Team title. Money Who in the Bank it? briefcase stapled to a piece of cardboard. Now our Money in the Bank title or something. Uh, I will briefly mention that I did watch main event because I hate myself. And the first match on the card <laughs> was of two, once again, was Zack Ryder versus Mike Kanellis. That's right. The same match they had last week. And it was basically the same match. I will give it to them that they do go hard. You know, they're they're going much harder for that match than they probably have any right to. Um, and Tyler Breeze fought Kurt Hawkins. Don't worry. Kurt Hawkins did not win. The streak remains intact. I had to explain to my wife why his streak being a bad uh, is a bad thing because his streak is a losing streak. Um, she said, "Why is he even here?" Then <laughs> I said, "That's a good question." <laughs> I imagine he asks himself that every time he nobody goes knows. Wrestling. Yeah, I don't think they'll ever pull the, pull the trigger on a actual like feud or a storyline for him to make it worth it. So, no, his big moment is he's going to win a match. At WrestleMania, like just a a dark match against nobody, and he's just gonna celebrate like it's the big, the biggest thing ever, and then we'll never see him again. And that'll be both sad and wonderful at the same time. Sad and wonderful at the same time. Tagline of this podcast. Quick uh, ringside area items. Uh, some other injuries, unfortunately. Nia Jax might be injured and rehabbing the injury she is uh apparently been tweeting about the show but has not you know appeared for a while it's possible she's rehabbing an injury so she hopefully would be ready for evolution but i'm sure that's probably why she's staying off tv you know to make sure she stays healthy gets healthy for that uh johnny impact slash nitro slash mundo was (laughs) injured on the set of a photo shoot he apparently dislocated his elbow uh, during the photo shoot and only tweeted out, uh, take it from me, baby oil and parkour don't mix. Oh, so Lord knows what oh happened dear. in that photo shoot. But uh, yeah, he's he is apparently questionable for the impact slash. Well, I think it's just impact shows he's supposed to appear at. I guess he won a, a title opportunity at the Slammiversary pay-per-view that they had. And now, you know, dislocated elbows, nothing to sneeze at. So he definitely probably can't work the next match for that so uh yeah uh, it's speedy recovery i guess it's I, I snicker because it sounds like a silly injury but uh that's serious in the same breath and also uh, i came across this story uh shinsuke nakamura apparently has has let it be known that when he wrestled brock lesnar in japan uh he saw a very clear sign that this man did not actually care about professional wrestling he was just here for the notoriety and the payday. And uh, he says he actually cried after that match because, you know, he was so distraught over 
you know, he thought he thought he could have done better in the match. He was disappointed in Lesnar's performance. So uh, I I don't I wonder if it's interesting that, that something like this might trickle out as they're trying to make us believe Lesnar is this character, or if that's you know actually true. That's oh, I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's both. I'm sure it really was like that. And they're like, oh, hey, you should tell everyone that story you told us because we're trying to make Lesnar look like a dick. Yeah. I also agree that, like you said, uh, I don't believe it's that hard to make him look like a dick right now. I think that's uh, it's just a slight tweak of the character and be like, okay, if you choke Paul Heyman down to the mat, then we'll, we'll believe it. F5 Kurt Angle. Ah, everybody wants to do that. Stare down Baron Corbin. <laughs> Come on. My, my greatest desire in the world these days <laughs> not really that would be sad that would be a sad sad world um stuff happened on 205 live we're not gonna talk about that nothing really of consequence happened uh some fun matches but nothing really big buddy murphy unfortunately watched a tv instead of wrestled so i'm not gonna bother talking about that <laughs> hopefully he'll wrestle next week uh which is would be good because we are going to be talking about smackdown and 205 live uh building up to SummerSlam, which will be coming up a week after that. So, uh, like, like this episode, we'll hit Raw and NXT as well. But those will be our two focuses for the show as we prepare to get on the road. SummerSlam. Actually, we've been on the road to SummerSlam. We're still on the road. We're halfway there. <laughs> Probably. We'll take you all the way. Yes. No roadblocks. No, uh, uh, what, what was the other cock block that they had for WrestleMania? <laughs> Uh, layover or something layover. like that. <laughs> My God, WWE layover totally sounds like something they would do. Making it sound awesome. What was it? Roadblock and oh, darn. There were two roadblock. There's roadblock and roadblock end of the no, line. No, yeah, they did that, but they had another one that was essentially the same thing. They just called it something different. It doesn't matter. It's the same thing. So that'll do it for this episode of Pro Grapplers. Thank you for listening. If you like it, please subscribe. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you find your podcasts. I almost said cod pieces. Podcasts. (laughs) I almost said cod pasts, and that would have made it sound like cod pieces. So, Leave that review while you're there, if it's possible. If there's a review spot, please give us a five star, just like Dave Meltzer would do. Make it seven stars. That's not possible, I know. You can find us on Twitter at p grapplers individually i am at the jason sigler all one word and i am at idahobo we'll talk at you next week on the greatest podcast in the history of our sport i'm amazing jason sigler and i'll always be steve the shin kicker shinny we're taking the next couple of weeks easy so we don't break anything or throw up this steak potato and broccoli dinner here on Pro Grapplers. Pro Grapplers. I refuse to let steak and potatoes be the bad guy, though. There's nothing better than a fine steak, potato, and broccoli dinner. Nah, leave out the broccoli. More potatoes. Or more steak. <laughs> <laughs>